0: So you would say there are definitely fewer butterflies now than there
1: was 30 years ago? Yeah, it is uh, less butterflies. Um, This year the population is getting better. They flutter across Minnesota fields in summer, orange and black wings dancing on the slightest breeze. Then in fall, those vibrant wings carry hundreds of thousands of monarch butterflies south to Mexico. But research shows the loss of milkweed and other factors produced an 84% drop in monarchs since the 1990s. So, how is climate change impacting monarch butterfly numbers? NPR meteorologist Sven Sungard traveled to Mexico last month to learn more. Hi, Sven. Welcome to NPR News and Climate Cast. And I'm so happy we get to geek out together on weather and climate topics. Yeah,
0: thanks for having me.
1: So, tell us about this monarch butterfly sanctuary you visited in Mexico.
0: Yeah, so the sanctuary I was at is called Cerro Pillone, and it's actually unique in that this is where they first confirmed that monarchs are actually migrating from places like Minnesota, And Canada, uh, they had hunches, but it was really difficult to keep track of them all. But this was the site where they discovered that. And it's quite a trek to get there. Three hour drive from Mexico City through their crazy traffic. And then an hour long horse ride straight up a mountain. And then you got to hike a bit and it's 10,000 feet up, you know, and that's much higher than Minnesota. So you are huffing and puffing, even a runner like me.
1: And I'm curious, how did they track the monarchs to find out that they came from Minnesota to Mexico? They started tagging them, and that's how they made the discovery.
0: Several different naturalists had hunches that this was happening. And what's funny is the locals there will tell you, like, we knew that they were there all along. Nobody really asked us.
1: (laughs) We know there's multiple factors affecting monarch numbers, but what types of climate shifts seem to be impacting the monarch? These mountains are think of it as like
0: sort of the Goldilocks zone for monarchs. They have to escape to a place where they won't freeze like a Minnesota winter, but a place that's not too hot, um, where they are going to use too much energy or have their metabolism going. So they need to be in just this perfect spot. And they found it in these mountains at that right elevation within the tropics where there's very little variation in weather, but it's heating up there and that's impacting their entire biological life cycle. Um, Joel Moreno, he owns a bed and breakfast in this village of Macheros, Mexico. He's a local, he grew up there, so he's seen these changes firsthand. And he talks a little bit about how that temperature is affecting the monarch butterflies.
1: If uh, the butterflies, you know, uh, they're really, really active, it's not good for them because they're burning a lot of calories. And if it's, it's hot, it's not going to be that many flowers mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's not nectar, so you, you will see higher mortality because you can see like the, they get skinny and, yeah. and they will die. So, so yeah, it's affecting the butterflies.
0: You know, like a lot of insects, they're very dependent on temperature. So even subtle things are changing that. And there's also an increase in these freak storms, thunderstorms. When we were there just the day before, there was a a bunch of hail and everybody was shocked and it knocked thousands of monarchs dead out of the trees. And, you know, these are monarchs that made that incredible journey and didn't make it to the final point to mate in February. So it's kind of sad to see.
1: Well, that's interesting. And, you know, I've also read, Sven, that long-term mega drought that we're seeing in the West is impacting monarch numbers there. They're getting less rain, fewer flowering plants for food, um, but it's been wetter in the East, so that can help. So do we know how adaptable the overall monarch populations are across the United States? Yeah, the, you know, the hopeful thing about monarchs and insects overall
0: is they can recover really quickly. If we let them, and we've already seen a couple of good years, so things like having more native plants right here in Minnesota and everywhere in between uh, can really help, so that we eliminate at least one of those other factors that's uh,
1: leading to their decline. Good stuff. NPR News meteorologist Sven Sundgard, thanks so much for sharing your perspective on Climate Cast today. Absolutely. That's Climate Cast. I'm NPR chief meteorologist Paul Huttner.